What up, yo? Welcome to the Fantasy Knockout Football Podcast. I am your host, Mark Shannon. That's right. Today is Wednesday, November 14th. It's the week 11 waiver wires. Yeah. Who are we going to be looking up? Is there much guys to be picking up? We're going to talk some playoffs. Yep, that's right. Some playoff uh, teams, defenses. We'll talk some playoff defenses this week later in the show. Uh, next show, we'll be definitely hitting some main playoff matchups as far as quarterbacks and other players. Um, trade deadlines. They're coming up. Yes. Had, your trade deadline may have already passed. I know in one of my leagues it has. Uh, but get those last-minute trades in. Look at some playoff schedules and stuff. That's why we're talking some stuff now. Uh, because of trade deadlines, hopefully you have a uh, really nice and smart commissioner who pushed the trade line dead, the trade deadline back to you know Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, some people leave it early. Um, it all depends on your league. Um, me personally, I if it's just a normal standard redraft league, you know, or you know what I mean, standard uh, PPR or whatever the little settings you play. It's not when I say standard, it's not uh, a dynasty league. Or a keeper league or anything like that um, where you holding a player that you have this year for next year. Um, that changes the strategy and philosophy and all that. Um, those are fun leagues to, to play in. They are a little bit more advanced because it's more thought. You have to know more players. Um, in those leagues, I prefer a, a trade deadline that's earlier. You know, like maybe a week 9, week 10 kind of a trade deadline. Um, but in just a normal standard redraft league that most of everybody plays in, the later the better only helps the uh, you make the playoff pushes. You kind of still don't know if you're in or out. And maybe you lost Cooper Cup this week and you need to go get Woods or something. You know, you need another receiver. What if you had A.J. Green and Cooper Cup? You know, now you're hurting for a receiver. Now you got to go get a receiver. And it sucks if your tra- trade deadline has already passed. But that's why we're talking about it. Uh, please subscribe to the show. We're on many different platforms. Uh, visit the site, fantasyknockout.com. Kind of revamping that a little bit. Hope you all like that. And then also support the show by becoming a patron. You can do this at patreon.com slash fantasyknockout. That would really help us out. Let's get into the news. News with views. All right, running back, Devontae Foreman of the Houston Texans. He's finally activated. He's had that Achilles, that torn Achilles last year. Uh, Activated from the PUP list. So this opens a 21-day window for him to return to active roster. I don't see him starting anytime soon. He's still got to get acclimated and used to, you know, practicing and running and playing and game speed and all that. So he's got three weeks before they can, quote, quote, activate him. Um... But, you know, just a maybe he picked maybe, you know, I don't know. Houston's looking better. We'll be talking about him later. Maybe you know, once they activate him, um, maybe in a couple weeks, maybe he'll be one of those uh, saviors in the playoffs. Who knows? So keep an eye out for him. Uh, if you have the bench spot, throw him on there, um, you know, and stash him for a playoffs. You never know. Uh, next wide receiver, Randall Cobb of the Green Bay Packers. He's got the hamstring. He's already declared out this week for week 11, and that's because the Green Bay Packers have a Thursday night game. Uh, Running back, Le'Veon Bell. The saga is over. 
thank you. He is not reported by the deadline, which was yesterday. Um, he's out for the remainder of the 2018 season. So Le'Veon Bell, I'm sorry. I know I had him as my number one running back in drafts uh, this year. Sorry to anyone who drafted him. This really sucked. I had him in a couple of my leagues. Um, hopefully you were smart and have James Conner. Um, and hopefully you still have him. And if you traded him away, hopefully you got some someone of value that's going to uh, help you win your your league. So it's nice that the Bell saga is done. We can finally put an end to that. Uh, speaking of Pittsburgh, running back James Conner. Coach Mike Tomlin said Connor, he's in the concussion protocol, is expected to practice this Wednesday, so that's good news. He should be cleared and good to go for Sunday. If he's not, um, running back Jalen Samuels, uh, he's the handcuff there. So um, you probably would want to, we'll talk some handcuffs later on, so we'll get into that later on in the show. Uh, next quarterback, Joe Flacco, Baltimore Ravens. His coach, John Harbaugh, said Flacco's hip doesn't have to practice to play. Uh, he still might not play. So uh, I think RG3, you know, Robert Griffin III, is going to get the start if Flacco sits. Uh, I'm tempted. I mean, I would love to see Lamar Jackson. That's, I mean, they drafted him, number one. They moved up in the draft to pick him up. I want to see Jackson out there. This this is his time. Come on, Baltimore. Let's get this figured out. Put Jackson in there. He's he's electric. He's another Michael Vick type. Um, you might want to stash him. I don't know. You know, it's possible that he could uh, have something uh, later this season. And then next, we got wide receiver Devontae Parker of the Miami Dolphins. He's week to week with a sprained AC joint, so expect him to miss. That kind of puts a damper there in Miami. And then wide receiver Julian Edelman of the New England Patriots. He's got the foot thing. He's not expected to miss much time, if any, is what the reports are saying. I'd still be cautious. Uh, luckily, they have a bye this week to get him and Gronk some extra rest. So you can follow the show on Twitter at Fantasy Knockout and on Instagram at Fantasy underscore Knockout. Main event. All right, let's hit some games real quick. We got the Thursday night game is Green Bay and Seattle. That's going to be actually a fun game. I see uh, see some good fantasy points there. You know, they've always had some they've had some history. Usually, it's they open the season or one of the first two or three games in the season the last couple of years. Remember that that we had that weird ref call, the touchdown or no touchdown or something. And I don't know, Green Bay Seattle. They usually put up a good game, so I see a lot of back and forth there. Uh, Bye weeks, it's week 11. We got six teams on bye this week. Luckily, a couple of them aren't all that great, so you're not going to be missing too many players. But let's hit them up anyways. The New York Jets, the San Francisco 49ers, the New England Patriots, Miami Dolphins, the Cleveland Browns, and the Buffalo Bills are all on bye this week. So make sure you get those guys out of your lineup and put in somebody else. Um, all right, let's talk some waiver wire guys. I only got one tight end this week, and that's week. I only got one tight end this week, and that's Jeff Hummerman. Yes, of the Denver Broncos. He's about 15% owned right now. He's looking good. He had nine plus targets, uh, or no, nine plus catches, nine catches, and like 11 plus targets uh, week nine before their bye. So if you need a tight end this week, if you're missing Gronk or if you're missing Kittle. 
you could throw him in there. He should have a, uh, a solid week this week. Let's talk some receivers. Top guy this week is going to be Anthony Miller. He's about 34, 33% owned. Um, he looked good. He, you know, Mitch Trubisky is getting it done. He's been solid for five weeks now. And Allen Robinson had a monster game too. Uh, that one helped hurt me because I uh, I went against him and and couldn't couldn't get it done. Um, but Anthony Miller looks good, and you know, taking a flyer on a rookie that's going to be developing even more and building that rapport with his quarterback. You want you want the upside, so I like Miller going forward. Uh, we mentioned Cooper Cup is out uh, with a torn ACL. So that means Josh Reynolds, he's about, what is it, 15% ESPN, 30% in Yahoo. You could pick him up. Um, Higby has been getting the you know the tight end there in, in L.A. Higby has been getting more targets with Cup being out as far as touchdowns and stuff like that. So it could go, you know, it, it could be volatile there where you got Reynolds and Higby eating each other's production. So, I mean, you can take a stab if you're missing Cooper Cup. Pick up Reynolds, you know, he, he looked good when he filled in when Cup was uh, banged up earlier this year. And then we got two more guys. We got Willie Sneed of the Baltimore Ravens. He's sneak, you know, he's getting it done. He's got a nice floor right now. It's a nice, safe floor. He's about 20% in ESPN, 33% in Yahoo. And then the last guy, Kiki Kuti, coming off the bye. He's about 30% owned right now. They, you know, they traded for, this is in the Houston Texans, they traded for Demarius Thomas. He looked good the first quarter and then kind of disappeared. Um, you know, maybe they'll work, work him in, but Kuti's going to be the guy that takes the lid off the top that will f- to replace Will Fuller, who just goes deep. So Kuti's going to be more of a Deshaun Jackson type role where he'll only have a handful of receptions, but if he can catch one of those deep ones and, bring, you know, score a touchdown, it's going to, Give you that boom week that you're looking for. All right, we got a couple running backs. Let's let's talk up Rashad Penny of the Seattle Seahawks. He looked amazing this week, uh, this past weekend. He's about thirty percent in ESPN, fifty in Yahoo. Um, it's still the Chris Carson show, so don't get all too excited. But Penny is maybe the, you know those rookies are finally starting to produce. They're looking better. Penny's still struggling figuring out this offense, so. You could put him on your bench, and hopefully maybe he figures it out in the next couple weeks. I just don't trust him yet, but he's on the list right now. A lot of people are going to rush to the wire and pick him up. Uh, Josh Adams and Elijah McGuire, the next two. I've been talking about these guys the last couple weeks. Adams is the guy there in Philly. He's about 20% owned, and McGuire's the guy on the Jets. He's about 20% owned as well. Uh, the Jets are on by, so you don't have to rush for McGuire this week. But if you want to pick him up a week early, you know somebody will snag him next week. He's he's got that Bilal Powell role, and then Adams. Philly's just you know an RBBC running back by committee. You know we call him a Jag, just another guy. Um, so nobody special there as far as running backs. Um, let's talk some streams of the for of the week for quarterback. I got three guys. Well. Two and a half, okay? So, running back Marcus Mariota of the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee is going against Indianapolis. I like the matchup. Mariota's been playing better. I think what I expected from Mariota at the beginning of the season, they're starting to figure out now. I think Mariota's getting healthier. Um, Him and Davis are starting to 
build that relationship better. Davis had a monster week, 100-plus yards and another touchdown. Uh, you know, Davis, you could pick him up as well. I'm sure he's out there on the wire. To me, he's – I quit Davis this year, you know, halfway through the season. I gave him, you know, eight, eight nine weeks, and he hasn't done it. You know, you can take the chance on him. Personally, I'm passing on him. And if I miss on him, I'm okay with it because he's burned me the eight weeks before. So if you want to take that chance on Davis, good for you. I hope it works out. I, lo- I love the talent. I just – Tennessee is the type that they're not the, the sexy offense that I thought they were going to be this year. And, um, you know, a little surprising. But anyways, so we're talking Marcus Mariota. Sorry, guys. Mariota, nice matchup against the Colts. There should be a lot of back and forth. Tennessee's got a nice defense. Um, I like, so I like Mariota this week. He's been getting it done in rushing and passing. He's very efficient, you know, the last couple weeks. So if you need somebody, if you have a Brady or mm, a Mayfield, I don't know. Basically, you shouldn't have too many quarterbacks on by this week. But if you need a guy, Mariota's the man this week. I like his matchup. And then next, we got the Dak Prescott and Dallas. He's looking better once he got a good receiver in Amari Cooper. Uh, that trade is looking pretty solid for the Cowboys. Um, you know, I've always been a fan of Amari Cooper. Even though he was on my team, I still am a fan of Amari Cooper. I love his talent. I think he's... He's a really good, talented receiver. He's a young guy. He's only 24 years old. He's the same age as rookie Calvin Ridley in Atlanta. Um, you know, so Cooper going forward. Hopefully, it works out there in Dallas. I think personally, I think they need some new coaching. They need to get rid of their OC and and get in a smarter, offensive-minded coach. Uh, but that's that's for another another episode. <laughs> uh, but anyways, Dak Prescott. He's looking good. He's got that nice floor with his rushing he's been rushing in a couple of touchdowns lately he's getting in quite a bit of yards um dallas is going against the atlanta falcons i almost said chargers and that was denver <laughs> dallas is going against the atlanta falcons who don't play all that great defense so it should be a nice scoring game uh dak has been finding cooper and it's been opening things up for hearns and elliot has been running pretty good you know, just having that threat in a receiver really helps the Cowboys. So I like Dak Prescott this week. And then my next one, the half, you know, uh, quarterback is Lamar Jackson for the Baltimore Ravens. This is if he plays as of right now, Wednesday, it, the reports are saying Robert Griffin third will be starting over Flacco. If Flacco misses, um, I would love to see Jackson get the start. I think he just has the talent to be an amazing quarterback fantasy-wise because of his rushing ability. Um, I'd love to see Baltimore just just go with that. You know, maybe, maybe they'll say RG3 gets the start, and then halfway through they yank him and put Jackson in. I don't know. But if, if Jackson gets the nod, if they announce that Jackson is a starter, pick him up and, you know, play him. He should be having a nice matchup. Baltimore has the Cincinnati Bengals, and I don't know, Jackson could be the fantasy playoff stud quarterback that everybody, you know, is, you just see him on all the championship teams, if if he can get out there on the field, he just needs to get out there, so come on, John Harbaugh, put Jackson in the game, 
All right, let's talk some some playoffs. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? All right, playoff defenses. We're gonna hit some. I got five of them that are uh, pickups. I understand a lot of them are probably not a lot of them. Some of them are probably owned. Um, so let's just hit them real quick, and then I'll go over their schedule. So it's the Washington Redskins, New England Patriots, the Denver Broncos, the Buffalo Bills, and the Tennessee Titans. And the way I listed there, I would put uh, that's how I would rank them in order. So Washington's number one, New England's two, Denver's three, Buffalo is four, and Tennessee is five. If you can go get them, I know Denver is coming off of the bye, so maybe they were dropped in your league. Go pick up Denver now. Their schedule in the fantasy playoffs, which is week 14, 15, and 16 in most leagues, is at San Francisco, the Cleveland Browns, and at Oakland. That's pretty good because San Francisco has been giving up a lot of points. Cleveland's middle of the road. And, you know, and Baker still makes some mistakes there. And then Oakland, who just, they've given up on their season. So, you know, a lot you can get a lot of sacks on Carr. Um, you know, uh, Nick Mullins is doing okay there in San Francisco. But Denver's nice matchups. Washington Redskins, they're the number one team I'm saying to go get. This is their schedule. The New York Giants who've given up as well at Jacksonville. Jacksonville's not playing all that great. They look better this week with uh, the return of Fournette, but Jacksonville's still giving up some turnovers. You know, you got Blake Bortles. There's the quarterback who, you know, makes a lot of mistakes. And then at Tennessee, who just has those low scoring games and they do tend to, you know, Mariota gets sacked a couple times and might have a turnover. So I like the, at least the two Two first weeks in the championship week, you might want to pivot with Tennessee. Uh, New England is the next one. They're at Miami, at Pittsburgh, which I don't love, and then at Buffalo. That one championship game, I like that matchup against Buffalo. Um, so New England, they're a good one. And then the Buffalo defense, they're playing. The defense is playing good. It's just they need a quarterback. And, you know, Matt Barkley looked competent. They just need Allen to return. Luckily, they're on bye this week. So here's Buffalo's schedule. They got the New York Jets, who aren't doing anything fantastic. The Detroit Lions, and after they traded Tate away, you know, Matthew Stafford just looks lost out there. And then this last one I don't love, but it's at New England. The Patriots, they held them quite a bit, but, um, you know, at least the first two matchups look solid. And then you got the Tennessee Titans. So they're at Jacksonville, they're at week 13. Or sorry, week 14. Then they got the Giants week 15. And then they got the Redskins in week 16. So I'm I'm the type of guy that I go in the playoffs with at least two defenses and matchups. So I'm looking to pair any of these five teams together. Um, I was able to get Denver in a couple leagues. Uh, so I got them for sure. I love that week uh, 14 and 16 with the San Francisco, Oakland, Cleveland matchups. Okay. Um, but this week I'm, I'm looking for new England. I'm hoping a lot of people drop the new England Patriots and then I can scoop them up and you pair new England and Denver together. Or if you can get Washington and Denver, Washington, and new England, any of those teams will be nice matchups together. As, as long as you have one of these five and then you could go pair out, look, for the weakest matchup in, in one of these five. So some of them are, are week 15, some more week 16 and go find another t- a team. I know like the Baltimore Ravens week 15 have the, um, 
who do they have? Is, is it the uh, the Raiders, I think? So they have a nice, solid matchup there, too. So you can really play these matchups to really help your team defensively for the playoffs. So, uh, you know, you can start dropping some of these bench players that you've been holding on to for your bye weeks. You don't need them going into the playoffs. When are you going to start them over your stud players? So that's why we pick up an extra defense. And then speaking of that, Let's talk some handcuffs. These are handcuffs. I talk about must own handcuffs. Okay, so quick quick question I'm sure you guys are asking is, Mark, I remember in the draft you told us never to draft the handcuffs. True. Don't draft a handcuff. Pick them up off the waivers for free, you know, starting week 9, 10, 11, 12. Uh, because you want to secure that role that's quality role of that running back that you have. And I'm talking like the top running backs. So we're talking Todd Gurley, James Conner, Kareem Hunt, Melvin Gordon, Christian McCaffrey, Ezekiel Elliott, David Johnson, Joe Mixon. These eight running backs, if any of them were to go down, the waiver wire is going to go nuts trying to pick up their backup. Okay. Um, notice I didn't say Alvin Kamara. That's because his backup is Mel is, you know, handcuff would be Mark Ingram. He's 90% owned in most leagues, so you can't just go pick him up. Try to make a trade for him. It's going to be expensive because he had that monster week. So, you know, Kamara, you just got to roll with Kamara, and he should be fine. He's a solid player. I don't think you need to, to worry about him. But I'm talking Todd Gurley. You know, the Rams might sit and rest their players halfway through week 16, definitely in week 17. It, hopefully your commissioner doesn't have you playing playoffs in week 17. In one of my leagues, I do, and I don't like it, but I went and made sure, I, and I don't even have Todd Gurley, but I went and picked up Malcolm Brown just because I have that feeling that the Rams will have that first place locked up for their for them, and Gurley will sit. So I'm going to use that against my opponent, who I will probably play, play playing in the playoffs, who has Todd Gurley. So, so if you got Gurley, Pick up Malcolm Brown. Just make sure you have that Rams running back because Sean McVay will use him. Malcolm Brown's already looked, and he's exploded a couple times this season. He's looked good. So stash Brown, okay? James Conner, he's in the concussion protocol. That's Jalen Samuels. I know there's uh, was it Ridley there, Stephen Ridley. Jalen Samuels is the better player. He's looked better. Um, so, you know, if you had Le'Veon Bell and James Conner, Bell was your you know, main guy and Connor was the backup. It's flipped now. Bell's done for the year. So go get Jalen Samuels. Make sure you have that position locked up. Pittsburgh is making a nice push for their playoffs. And they're a solid team. Kareem Hunt. Oh, my gosh. You got to have a piece of that Kansas City offense. <laughs> they're just electric right now. Spencer Ware, he's the backup. If you have Kareem Hunt, make sure you cuff him with Spencer Ware. If Hunt goes down, Ware's going to step into a monster role. And that would suck if you've been, you know, all season long been doing really good and all of a sudden you lose your top running back and some Joe Schmo picked him up and you're you're out, you're running back. Now what? Now what are you going to do? So go get these guys. The next one, Melvin Gordon. His um, handcuff is Austin Eckler. This one might be hard. He's going to be more owned. He'll probably be 50 to 60% owned. So try to make a trade. If you have to trade, you know, a your third or four string running back. If you're, if you have some solid running backs, you know, if you got like an Alex Collins, go get Austin Eckler. If you got somebody go just trade 
a mediocre guy that you're not going to start and try to get this guy. You know, if your trade deadline's passed, sorry. Uh, maybe they'll get dropped. I don't know. Um, but Eckler is the backup there in the for the Chargers. So if you got Gordon, make sure you have Eckler. Christian McCaffrey, he's been a stud. He's the workhorse running back there in Carolina. He's, you know, not necessarily running the ball a lot, but he's, he's the main guy that's out there. If something were to happen to him, his next man up, his backup is Cameron Artis Payne. I know you're probably scratching your head going, who? That's because the Carolina Panthers cut C.J. Anderson. He is gone. So C.A.P., Cameron Artis Payne, is the backup in Carolina. So if anything happens to McCaffrey, he's the man to own. Then you got Ezekiel Elliott. Rod Smith is the backup there in Dallas. So if you got Elliott, pick up Smith. Just make sure you guys, you know, you don't want to miss out. David Johnson, okay, his backup is Chase Edmonds. And then Joe Mixon has got Giovanni Bernard. It, you know, I have Mixon in a couple leagues. He was one of my guys this year. He's looking pretty solid. I went out and made a trade, made sure, you know, I traded for a quarterback. I uh, was able to acquire Ben Roethlisberger because his playoff schedule looks fantastic. And I made sure I th- had the guy throw in Joe Mixon, you know. <laughs> and so I got Mixon for free. And now I have that whole Cincinnati Bengals running back locked up. Because that's what happened last year is Giovanni Bernard had the role for like three or four weeks in that playoff prime time. And he had 20 plus carries and a bunch of receptions. And he was a stud. So, guys, just re- I know I'm hitting this over and over and over again. You're probably like, stop, Mark. I'm t- I-, I-, I get it. I'm going to say it one more time. Go get your handcuff if you have one of these studs. If you can make a trade to get him, go get him. If they're on the waivers, go get them, okay? Because you don't want to miss out. I Just in case something happens, you don't want to be left high in, in the wind and just with nothing in your hands and, and in your season over because you weren't smart in week 11 to pick up a backup or handcuff running back, okay? If you don't use them, fantastic, even better. But at least you were smart and safe and you had it there. All right, guys, so we're going to talk more playoffs next week. We're going to talk some quarterbacks, which quarterbacks match, which uh, have the best matchups. Uh, and then we'll talk about some running backs that maybe you want to tra- try to uh, acquire in trades if your uh, deadline has not hit. And we'll also go over the week 11 start sit. So that's going to wrap it up for today. I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Please visit the site fantasyknockout.com. Also follow us on Twitter at fantasyknockout and on Instagram at fantasy underscore knockout. All right, till next time, goodbye.